This is Special Chronicles, giving respect and a voice to people with special needs. You're listening to Special Talks, a podcast from SpecialChronicles.com that features inspirational, informative, and empowering talks. And now, here is today's Global Messenger. Thank you for having me here today. My name is Daniel Bukowski, and uh, I'm the founder of Special Chronicles. And uh, our mission is to give respect and a voice to all of us people with special needs. So today I'll be talking about um, both my backstory of um, I'm growing up with LD and overcoming obstacles and how, uh, how um, um, because of growing up with LD that uh, ultimately, ultimately led to uh, the uh, uh, vision and, and the mission that uh, I, I, I founded um, at Special Chronicles. Uh, plus, I'll share with you uh, a, few, uh, uh, a few audio samples uh, of, of uh, people that I've interviewed with various um, di- disabilities from um, LD to um, 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 autism. Uh, and I recently discovered that ki- communication is my biggest passion, but it's also my biggest s- 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 struggle. So this all started um, with uh, uh, my backstory. Uh, I was born in Long Beach, California, and I was born three and a third months premature. I weighed two pounds, but I drastically dropped down to um, less than a pound, as you can see here. Due to being born premature, I was diagnosed with learning disabilities and a severe language or speech disorder. According to one of my special ed case managers, Ms. Holy, who uh, you'll um, see her in a, a, a few minutes, uh, she she to- told me, uh, according to my IEP, that LD is my is my primary disability, and then speech and language is my secondary d- d- disability, of, um, along with uh, uh, along with a, a lot of um, cognitive issues. So I was in the hospital for uh, three months with a lot of uh, medical and developmental challenges. My um, doctors had told my parents and myself, even though I was much shorter than I am today, to take it each day at a time and to uh, never give up. Once I arrived home, we took it each day to determine what what I I, uh, needed based on my challenges and obstacles to grow and to be healthy. My, My parents showed me how to believe and to just to um, try my best each day and to never let anything, to um, never let any challenge or obstacle to get in my way. So that's how I began to overcome these um, challenges. I've had a lot of 
developmental therapies um, growing up uh, from um, sign language when I was um, very young and some other uh, motor skills um, uh, therapies when I was really little to um, uh, help with um, overcoming the um, challenges and the obstacles that I had. At the age of four, we moved to the west suburbs of Chicago, where we continue to reside today. And a lot of challenges of being in a new city and a new place, but with my um, LD and um, language challenges, there was extra um, that I've had to um, deal with. So my very early school was at our local parish school, as, as you can see on, on the left here, with, with my um, sister who um, doesn't have um, LD. And there was a lot of new challenges here because they didn't have a special ed um, program at at that school, so it took me longer to write, longer to speak, and to play sports. The um, Catholic school wasn't able to provide the um, extra time uh, and the extra special ed support that I um, needed. Uh, so in the third grade, my um, teacher had talked to my uh, parents and had said um, about the, ch the um, challenges that I had. And so then we went to the public school where they had a special ed uh, um, program and they were able to give me the services that I um, needed. And so then I transitioned to fourth and fifth and to a middle school and that's where I, I met one of my case managers, uh, Ms. Holy, who you, you see uh, uh, in the picture on the white heel. And uh, after I um, had finished school, I went back and, and, and I actually um, talked, I recorded a um, conversation uh, with her to kind of loan my uh, backstory of, of, of being in special ed. Um, and that um, can be found on episode 117 uh, uh, of, of Special Chronicles that you can find on specialchronicles.com. And that's in one of the, one of the flyers that you received um, the website is on there, and you can find a uh, whole conversation if you just do a search for SCP-117. You can uh, um, listen to um, a conversation with uh, Biz Holy and Lone Moa of uh, that uh, backstory that, uh, of, of, of going through special ed. So once I was in the special ed program and received the um, um, IEP, I was able to loan butter and to succeed at a pace that uh, was butter for me to loan. And my um, special ed teachers had given me um, what I like to call a um, toolbox of uh, tools to be able to self-advocate for myself. One of these tools that they gave me was called um, touch points, where they taught me how to put um, dots on on the on the um, numbers. So if if if, if it's a number one, you put one dot. If it's two, there, there there would be two dots on there, and 
that was a, a, a really uh, a useful tool that helped me with being able to count and, and to, it really helped me with, with the um, numbers since that was a very um, big challenge uh, for me growing up. So th th that was one really useful tool. An another um, tool in the, uh, it's a, I guess you would say it's a virtual toolbox. It's not really a physical toolbox, but it, another tool is with assistive technology where they um, help me with tools in, 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 in comprehending what, what I'm reading as well as processing uh, information such as books on tape. Um, well, I guess now you don't want to use tape, but um, books on the show me how to use that tool to be, be able to read. And um, another one of my special ed teachers had taught me how to use uh, um, large print um, books so it would be easier to um, read. And so I took all these tools uh, that, that my special ed teachers growing up in, in, in high school and, and the middle school to uh, be able to um, self-advocate um, for myself when I went to um, um, college um, just down the street from where we are today uh, at, at Roosevelt University. And in their um, disability services office, uh, I was able to go there and receive the um, um, LD support uh, there and, and be able to um, receive the accommodations that I needed, uh, such as extra time on, on tests and to test in a separate room. And then we also uh, met um, two days a week just to go over, uh, to go over um, uh, difficult um, um, concepts that was being taught in class. And so that the um, LD uh, support services um, office there um, was really beneficial. Um, I'm going up through, through four and a half years of um, college. People may not see me as having an intellectual disability and uh, in h helping to understand the disability uh, labels that I was diagnosed with uh, at was about in the disability services office. I, the director uh, of the office had, had um, talked to me and helping me to understand more the uh, uh, disability um, uh, labels that I was diagnosed with. And, and she had uh, t uh, told me the difference between invisible and, and, and visible disabilities. Well, uh, invisible di di disabilities is like LD or autism or ADHD. And then visible is, is more things that people can see uh, on the forefront, like a speech or language disorder, um, Down syndrome, uh, or CP. And then I was able to graduate in four and a half years from, from um, college. I also uh, started to compete in um, sports uh, in Special Olympics. And when, when I first started, I thought that I, I may not be that good because it took, it took me longer to catch the ball. It took me longer to, to swim and to win. So once I started competing in Special Olympics, and one of my case managers, uh, Ms. Holy, who you um, saw um, her j just a few minutes ago, uh, 
she had told me um, about Special Olympics and, and how unbeneficial it would be to compete. And so I first started competing in swimming, which I still compete in t- today. And I've, I've participated in the past in, in basketball as well. And so once I, I realized uh, that I was able to compete in sports, uh, it's what our Special Olympics athlete oath um, is, which is let me win, but if I cannot win, let me be brave in the attempt. And that way to, uh, um, helped to um, through participating in Special Olympics, it has helped to um, transform my life uh, and uh, also to meet other people in Special Olympics. My success competing in sports in Special Olympics has, has led me also to become a global messenger or a spokesperson for Special Olympics. And this has, uh, through, through speaking for, for, for Special Olympics, this has, has, has led me to tell people about the importance of Special Olympics and how they help to uh, transform the lives of uh, all of us people with disabilities who compete. And this also led to the the beginning of when I first started Special Chronicles. I uh, began in November of 2000. In eight, uh, and shortly after that, I when I became a global a messenger, I recorded the audio of the speeches that I was given, and I was putting that up online as a podcast, as as an uh, online radio p- program, and so I would put a, a, a mic on me like I have t- today, and I would record that, and I and then I. I also, in addition to recording the audio and speeches that I was given, I, I would um, talk to my friends and interview my, my, my friends who also had uh, who also had disabilities, and, and I would put those interviews up in addition to the audio of the speeches that I was given, and and I hold feedback from um, listeners across the globe that that they were interested in hearing our stories uh, of our abilities of what we're able to accomplish instead of uh, focusing on what we are not able to, to do. So I began in November of 2008 doing my first semester of college, uh, just doing this as, as a hobby, as a way to practice my skills in interviewing and practice um, talking about our stories and interests in photography and life and, and, and talking with, with my uh, uh, friends. And so the, the mission at Special Chronicles uh, that I found in it, it's, it's evolved since when I first started. Uh, when, when I first started uh, a podcast in a message of, of respect, and it's evolved into where we are today with being able to give a voice to um, people with special needs. Um, it, when, when we started and, and I was putting the audio up of the speeches that I was given and putting the audio of my story up, it, it first started with just uh, this as, as a platform for uh, my voice, um, but it's now uh, in, in talking with other people who also have did disabilities it's led to a uh, to um, a, a, a platform for all of our uh, voices uh, to be heard so podcasts and disability stories from an insider's perspective is where the efficacy comes in because it's it's a way for us to advocate uh, for ourselves, it's a way for us to advocate for um, 
our, uh, our rights and for people to really heal what it's like to, um, to uh, live with, our, with the uh, challenges that we have and also for us to share about our abilities of what we're able to accomplish. I've heard from listeners across the globe um, through email, on social media, and even face-to-face, and I've heard from um, uh, um, um, listeners that these are the stories that people want to hear. People want to hear about all stories of our abilities, of, 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 of what we're able to accomplish. And you know, a, a short video to share with you some audio of, of, of what some listeners uh, ha- have said uh, over the years uh, uh, when they have listened to, the, to our shows. found at www.specialchronicles.com. He, I know, I know from listening to previous episodes that he always has a good message. Six three zero three eight four nine one three seven. Just finishing up editing the show. If you want to come in the uh, in the stream and chat, so he was, you know, so he's at his house and he's like, you know, fixing some things here and there, or whatever. We're kind of, it's just the two of us in the chat room. So those of us with special needs were able to bring a value to humanity and 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 oh, um, storytelling, and the fact that. Those of us with special needs bring a value to humanity and to um, storytelling. It's important part in advocating for our rights and being able to have our voices heard. So our mission, as I said, is to give a voice to all, all of us people with special needs. And the name of Special Chronicles, it, I. Uh, came up with it because of, well, first, the tone special, which relates to um, all um, disabilities or to special needs, and then and then Chronicles, which is stories. Chronicles, which is related to all um, stories uh, or a, or like a journal of where it's a collection of, of all of our stories and a, a collection of all of our voices. Many of our uh, special 
um, need stories may be told through video. And I produced some, some video in the past, and you, you may see a, a lot of video where um, you can see the, those of us, uh, you, you can visually see. But I, I found that there's a unique craft in being able to tell our stories through audio. And through through the interviews and through a and through a talk radio uh, format, so on a, on, a, on, a, on a typical show, and all of, um, all of the shows are archived on specialchronicles.com uh, is in a talk radio format. So first you have an interjection, and then usually some type of um, feature interview, or um, uh, a couple years ago, I produced a disability lessons series, so that was where we kind of um, walked through from an insider's perspective about different types of um, disabilities. Uh, and then we usually have uh, a news segment, um, sometimes a review, we um, usually then also talk about the campaign to support the world, to end the world, and then usually um, um, some some feedback from listeners or endorsements of support that listeners may may have sent in, and then a, a look of, of of what's coming up. Uh, so, speaking of uh, messages of support. Uh, one uh, a message of support that I received um, is from my friend um, Rob Johnson who uh, anchors the news on uh, CBS2 uh, here in Chicago. And um, I've known uh, Rob uh, through my uh, through competing in, uh, and, and speaking for Special Olympics. Uh, so here's a short message from uh, uh, um, Rob Johnson. Hi, this is Rob Johnson from CBS2. I just wanted to say that Dan Sparkowski is doing great work with Special Chronicles. I've known him for many years at various Special uh, Olympics events, and I also had the good fortune earlier in 2013, earlier this year, to interview him for my segment, Your Chicago, all the great work he did at the Roosevelt University radio station. So I just want to say Dan is doing a great job. He's reaching out and telling stories about people not with disabilities, but people with ability. And that's the most important thing. So Dan, keep up the good work. And I can't say enough about the great work of Dan Smirkowski in Special Chronicles. So if you, um, Rob was also a guest on, uh, uh, on, on a previous episode. And uh, he, uh, he uh, uh, he has a brother with um, Down syndrome, and so if if you want to um, um, listen to to Wob's interview on the show, if you go to specialchronicles.com/slash/wobjohnsoncbs2, you can uh, listen to, to his show, uh, as well as as Wob had mentioned, uh, he had he had featured uh, me on. On his uh, on his one of his segments on CBS two, and that interview um, that uh, appearance is also linked on specialchronicles.com slash Rob Johnson CBS two. So um, both are, both um, are linked there if if you want to listen or watch that. So at Special Chronicles. Do a number of um, um, online um, audio programs, uh, old podcasts. Special Chronicles is is the flagship program. It's the it it it's the main it's the mo it's the main program that I produce, featuring um, all interviews and 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 all and all voices. Special Talks features the audio of um, speeches that either I've given or other 
global messengers, speakers for Special Olympics, um, have given special walks. is is a audio show that I, where I take the audio recorder outside and, and walk and record. Um, special Olympics update podcast is a show uh, that where I have updates within Special Olympics Illinois. Um, well, I um, work with them, and we share um, updates and, and news of what's going on on the inside of Special Olympics Illinois. And then uh, some videos on on the um, YouTube channel for Special Chronicles, um, which may include video editions of any of our shows, um, as well as some video editions of live on-location shows, uh, and, 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 and some video editions of some of the interviews that I've done in, in the past. Uh, Are You Inspired is, is a more of a faith-based show that, that I produced when I was um, in college at, a, at, a, at the radio station on, on campus. And then Beyond Disabilities is a really show. It's... Um, I don't produce, produce that that much anymore, but uh, a couple years ago, one of my friends who has CP, um, we um, recorded that show just kind of looking beyond all, all um, disabilities. And um, um, all those shows um, and, and, and archives of episodes are all listed on specialchronicles.com. Uh, so I have a and then we we also have a series um, with um, Pace Bus, which for the past year has been one of our sponsors. And so we have a series of interviews with how the Pace Bus uh, it, um, helps um, those of us with disabilities. Uh, and then the um, next level uh, series is uh, those of us with Disabilities or all special, all special Olympics athletes uh, have att- have uh, attended or, or graduated from college. So, um, showing that we're able to uh, go on to a college education. So, a few samples, uh, a, a few um, audio samples from some of the guests. One um, is is um, Taiwa. Um, who has um, LD, and she um, uh, she is the former board of director for for Special Chronicles. Um, she's not, she's not on our board anymore. But hi, this is Tyra the Texas Girl, and you're listening to Special Chronicles with Podman Dan. Right, sure. It started uh, when I was in about second or third grade, and I was just doing horribly at school, and um, I would kind of have these big uh, outbursts. Like, I wouldn't be able to do some of the regular assignments other students could do, and I had uh, dyslexia is what it was diagnosed with officially, and so some of that was just writing. I had a really hard time, like, um, writing that alphabet, and I actually had to practice. I couldn't do regular assignments in school and actually got sat aside from the regular class all by myself because I had to do these writing exercises and that was really um, I guess to put it nicely an awkward experience um, growing up and then reading comprehension has always been a huge problem for me it's gotten a lot better in adulthood but um, you know and you're talking about being in fourth or fifth grade and, and it's taking you like three or four hours to get done with homework yeah. and as, a, as a little kid when that's not really the case and so the teachers was really more uh, I mean I just got treated as if I was dumb instead of I mean I was a smart person and, and just like you're a smart person but there's certain obstacles in the way of um, just taking in information or being able to uh, you know regurgitate or learn that information or turn it around and a boy, the people with special needs. If you want to li- listen to uh, um, Tyra's full story um, on specialchronicles.com slash podcast 108 um, is, um, is, is, is her full story. And then this other is Maria, uh, who's a student at, uh, at Roosevelt that I, that, that I went to school with. 
My name is Maria de Fabricio. I'm from Columbus, Ohio. My disability, I am dyslexic. I found out I was dyslexic when I was in second grade and I've been kind of battling slash living with it ever since. Yeah, I remember them actually taking me out of class in second grade and I went with this man who like had this white mustache and white hair and I was scared of him kind of. Like he had me read to him. I was kind of really angry. He pulled me out of class week and I, I hated reading. It was hard. It hurt my head. I always had a headache. And after that, like, that reading, you know, I sat there and read with him, they discovered that I had dyslexia. And I, I was in second grade. I had no idea what it was. And it didn't really dawn upon me what dyslexia truly was until about seventh grade. You get to be older in your adolescence, you're expected to do more things, especially with like social media nowadays. Like, people had like MySpaces when I was in seventh grade. And I didn't, I couldn't do MySpaces. I couldn't read half the things on MySpace. So my tutor taught me a lot of tricks more than my teachers did. My teacher just like had like taught me to be advocates because they didn't know how to really deal with it. So I had to be like, this is what I need, this and this. So I guess the biggest thing that I learned from all my teachers is like knowing exactly what I need and not being afraid to be like, this is what I need. Because it's not rude to come to say, well, I, I need it and it's their job to help me. I just think it's education across the board for every, every American, every citizen in the world to just be aware of those things. The, the word suffer, when I hear people saying suffer, or when people pity me for having a disability, it is probably the worst thing. It's not something you can pity, it's who I am. It has made me who I am. And I mean, yeah, I hate it half the time. And if I, if the dyslexic was a, a thing you could touch, I would smack it. But I, I wouldn't get rid of it for the world. And giving respect and a voice to people with special needs. So if you want to listen to Maria's full story, that's on episode 64. So uh, um, specialchronicles.com slash podcast six four. And uh, that little bit of audio at the end of the, of the uh, past two um, stories that you hold where he said Special Chronicles, giving respect and a voice to people with special needs, that's all uh, network station ID. And that was actually recorded by a friend of mine, um, Garrett, who you'll hear uh, a sample of, of, of um, his story. Um, and um, Garrett uh, was diagnosed with Down syndrome and with LD. My name is Garrett Anderson. Yes, I have your Down syndrome. I have a learning disability. It's not good, it's not bad, it just is because I'm a, uh, that's who I am. I decided you, you, to attend college because it's important for me, don't ever say can't. Always say try. I am a proud Special Olympics athlete and global message. Who been to advocate for people with disabilities and those with disabilities? I guarantee you'll be split up in the emotion and you'll be... So Garrett's full story, you, you can read or, or listen to it at specialchronicles.com slash Garrett Anderson. Uh, uh, this next um, s story comes from um, Bun Hack. Uh, Bun is um, lives down in Australia, and he was diagnosed with um, um, Asperger's. My name's Ben Hack. I'm from Australia. I've been involved with my program in Special Olympics for 14 years, and I'm here on Special Chronicles to talk about my article about So if you want to listen to um, uh, um, Ben's full story, that's on episode 68. So um, specialchronicles.com slash podcast 68. I'm Brianna Badisky. The, this, this next one comes from my friend Brianna, who was diagnosed with um, autism and 
um, OCD, and uh, she's been on um, a number of the a, a, a number of the shows in the past. So um, uh, if you go to specialchronicles.com/slash Brianna, B-O-G-U-C-K-I, um, you can um, um, listen to all of her appearances on the show. I'm Brianna Badowski. I just turned 16. I have high-functioning autism, PDBMS, and in general, um, and then I also have, like, OCD. That's really fun. You make new friends, and the staff are very encouraging, and um, I've always sung, and, and it calms me, and I love singing, and I like face your fears and cry. You never know what will happen. Uh, Another um, a message of support that I received is, uh, is from um, Tim Chival, who's the um, chairman of Special Olympics. And Tim's uh, mom, uh, uh, um, Eunice Kennedy Chival, uh, founded, founded Special Olympics uh, right here in Chicago in 1968. Uh, so he's a, uh, and uh, Tim, uh, uh, wrote a new book that's called, that's called "Fully Alive: Discovering um, What uh, a Man Was Most," and um, he actually sent me a signed copy uh, of of his book just just recently. But uh, here's a uh, short message from uh, Tim. Hi, Daniel. It's your great friend and admirer, Tim Shriver, here in support of Special Chronicles, in support of Daniel's advocacy for a changed world in support of the whole idea of Daniel using the web, using his writing, using his speaking, using his podcasting, using his photography, using his voice, finding his voice and using it to ask the world to be inspired, to create blaze fests of inspiration uh, all over the Internet and all over the United States. Here in Special Olympics, we like to think of ourselves as having a blast with everything we do, playing sports, to enjoy ourselves, to learn and meet other people, to test ourselves against tough competition, and I think in the end of the day, to change hearts and minds, to have other folks realize that there's a common human spirit, that nothing should separate uh, us from one another. Daniel, that's what you're doing. Uh, you're inspiring people to understand common human gifts. You're inspiring people to believe in a common human hope. You're inspiring people to have fun in achieving common human fun, and you're inspiring us to change all those uh, outdated, uh, painful, and unjust attitudes that lead us to separate us from one another. The whole world of Special Olympics joins me in saying, go Daniel, go Special Chronicles. Uh, you will be a success. Uh, you will make a difference, and you will change the world. Why? Am I so sure? I'm so sure because your voice has been raised and your voice is true. And when a true voice, an authentic voice is raised in pursuit of a great mission, it will change the world. Go for it, Daniel. We're all behind you. So uh, Tim wrote in his book, um, in the end, in a, in, a, in, a, in a section that's called um, uh, um, Label Me Most, a, a, a note on um, language. And um, uh, Tim writes, Whenever labeling an individual or, or group, place the label after the, the word person or people. Emphasize that whatever the label might be, it is not an identity, but just a part of an identity. More than a decade ago, I began using the term difficulties to underscore the enormous variation in human abilities and hopefully to communicate that differences are universal, broad, and, and, and welcome. So... Um, I, I recommend um, Tim's book um, called I'm Fully Alive. And speaking of what Tim had, had wrote about uh, people false language, I wrote uh, a, guest, a, a guest post on the Special Olympics blog called The Importance of um, People False Language. And that's, the, and that's the, other, the other handout that you received. Uh, so if... Um, you can read that and learn more about uh, about why it's important to use um, people-first um, language. 
this next uh, video uh, a message of support is from actually Tim's son, um, Tim Schreiber Jr., um, whom I've known uh, for the past few year, um, few, few years. Um, Tim, Tim Tim Jr. Has, has been a guest on on a couple of a couple of our past shows, and I've. And I've talked to Tim a few times off the off the air as well, uh, and so if, if you want to listen to any of Tim's appearances on uh, SpecialChronicles.com/slash/TimShriverJr, uh, you, you can find an archive of of his appearances. And um, this message of uh, support that Tim Jr. gave us, uh, he actually said this during our 100th episode that uh, I recorded um, last year. So here's uh, Tim Jr. with uh, his message. Tim, I'm Driver Jr. And uh, I'm co-founder of Spreadboard and we're um, just excited to be um, on this sort of this, this pioneering show, this pioneering project, Special Chronicles. Really, Chicago is uh, once again becoming the, uh, the, the location of a, of a new revolution. A new revolution in, in voice and representation, and um, yeah, it's, it's it's been it's been a special place for a long time. I mean, it's been uh, 40, 40 some years since uh, Special Olympics launched there in Chicago at Soldier Field, and um, you know, almost fifty years later, another huge project, Special Chronicles, launching in that same town. Um, yeah, it holds a lot of. Uh, a lot, of, a lot of special special power there in Chicago. I also just want to thank you, Dan, for inviting me on and for and for creating special products. Um, it's such an incredible innovation and it's an incredible project you've taken on that you have worked so hard on for five years, taken from a small podcast to a new new media company and a nonprofit. Uh, the work you put in shows so strongly. In fact. That you bring create the show not just to give voice for yourself, but to give voice to so many specialist athletes and so many people across our community. Um, it's such a powerful idea, such a powerful action, such a powerful creation. Um, so thank you for all the work you do, um, and um, I just can't wait to see to see the next episode and see what comes next. So thank you, and I hope you guys all have a great day. So that's uh, Tim Schreiber Jr. This next. Um, well, this um, final uh, message of support is from um, Ben and Amy White. They, uh, they, they are the parents of, of um, four kids. They're two youngest. Um, they live in um, North Carolina. Yeah, uh, just making sure I have that right. Um, they, uh, they're, they're two youngest, Bo and Betty, both, both with the diagnosed with um, Down syndrome. And... Um, they're actually the authors of the song called It Starts With a Voice, which um, is actually now our theme song for, for the show. Um, but if, if you, if you want to um, listen um, uh, to, um, to their interview, if you go to uh, specialchronicles.com slash white family, W-R-I-G-H-T uh, family, you can um, either listen or that was actually also recorded in video, so either audio or video. Um, and so here's um, Ben and Amy's um, kind of to give you a um, parent perspective uh, from Ben and Amy. I can tell you one of the things we're definitely going to do, Daniel, is we're going to uh, have them sit and watch all of your podcasts to see <laughs> how it's done because you are doing a fantastic job and are a tremendous tremendously good role model for them and shows them that that really you can do just about anything you, you put your mind to and that, that clearly is what you're doing here. So that's one thing we're going to do uh, is let them watch uh, your work, uh, what you've already done and, and what you're currently doing and what you'll do in the future. It's just the time we've spent with you today, the fact that you're doing what you're doing and using the internet and leveraging it in such a powerful and positive way is what will help us attain our, our goal and our dream of, of getting people's perceptions and the way they frame people with, with special needs and, and different intellectual and developmental disabilities differently. 
and uh, we just encourage you to keep on doing what you're doing because it's 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 good work, it's powerful work, it's well done, and uh, you are uh, you are the tip of the spear. And thank you for being that Thanks. Uh, for people like us. So that's um, Ben and Amy. This is a little bit of their song. On, uh, if you go on to um, specialchronicles.com slash, slash white family, uh, in, um, uh, in, in, in the show notes for, um, for that um, audio podcast, I put a link to, um, to, to their song uh, that you, you can listen to, um, all, all, all their music video that was recorded with their whole family. Um, if, if you want to um, listen to their to, to their uh, uh, full uh, song. Uh, if you uh, have any story ideas of uh, people to interview or want to connect, uh, my contact information is um, is on here, uh, or um, or I can give you um, a card if um, you like. Do um, you have any questions or comments? Thank you. Okay, no, I was just making a comment. Did you watch the the speak the keynote speak uh, no, presentation today? Uh, no. Okay. It was from uh, everything interactive. I got uh, ten minutes late for a lot of production, but he was uh, Walgreens, and he was saying about his program to uh, employ uh, uh, adults with disabilities. Uh, and I thought it was just phenomenal. And uh, I was then uh, was hearing from his presentation. I was you know kind of see. He was talking about like uh, the, the, they did better, uh, work better, retain their work retention was higher, has less medical expenses compared to the the rest of the employees. Yeah. So when I thought that was like oh, they're you know somebody to live on, and my thought was because they found somebody to live on, right? Yeah. So they go and they show how much well they want to do, right? So, yeah. So it's nice to do your work. But you know, it's a, it's a, it's a change for many people. They're just exclusive. Yeah. And they just see you know, people want to have a good life. They want to work. They want to be productive. But sometimes they're just. Yeah. So they're giving that voice. Yeah. Thank you. 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 You're amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.